Kathy Mason from Mason Works Marketing. And I am so excited to have my friends Andy and Jonathan Goldman here today to talk about World Sound Healing Day, which I think it's the 22nd one, right? Is that right? Yeah. I, and I've been going to it when we did it in person for, I don't know how many years, over 10 for sure, until we couldn't do it. Um, but anyway, you guys, you got to know about this because this, if you want to make a positive impact in the world, this is a way that you can get involved with something with very little effort that could change everything. It could be part of the tipping point. Because we know that sound, voice, music, sound is part of the frequency of love. So, uh, so you guys, let's see, how do we want to start? Do you want to, um, for the people that are just new to all of this, could you explain your journey to starting World Sound Healing Day, which is also, you guys, February 14th? Could you... Could you explain a little bit how how you got the the idea? Oh, absolutely. Let, let, let's do more than that. Let's tell a little bit about ourselves. Okay. Before we do that, before we do that, Kathy, thank you so much oh. for having us on today. We were really looking forward to seeing you and having this chance to connect. And so thank you so much. And now drum roll for the backstory <laughs> of World Sound Healing Day. <laughs> oh, well, and I'm sorry I didn't do the, the traditional introduction, but I think everyone knows you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. I think uh, you're, you're famous in my world. I, I'm so sorry about that. So, yes. And Kathy, you're famous in our world. So we, and we know each other, which is a delight to be yes, here. Yes. Yes. I, okay. I have an idea. I will, uh, basically bio Andy and you can bio me and do it in about three or four uh, sentences and uh, about that. Sure. <laughs> All right. And Andy, tell the, tell the folks about me. <laughs> well, it would be my joy because Jonathan Goldman is truly one of the founding pioneers in the field of sound healing. And he has been in this field for over 40 years. He has written numerous books and we have actually been working together for almost 30 years. And he's a Grammy nominee. Uh, he is on the Watkins 100 Most Spiritually Influential People Living on the Planet. So many, many beautiful aspects to this man. And Andy Goldman is among the things my wife. And before that, she was a really well-known psychotherapist who developed something called telecounsel back in the 1990s, which was the world's first telephone counseling service. And that gave way to the whole concept of coaching so that if you folks are into coaching, you can thank this lady because she initiated and pioneered that first step. And we've been working together now for 30 years, and it's a blessing because folks just have to tell you what a kind thing it is to love your partner, to be able to work and resonate with your partner, and to be able to share and spread that energy out to the planet. Because we like to say one plus one equals three. So we are a threesome here. 
Oh, I love that, Jonathan. Thank you. Now, World Sound Healing Day. Hi, Kathy. Sorry. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to echo that because when I grow up, I want to have a relationship like you guys do. Oh, that's because this is the real thing. You can really see one plus one creates a wave that is so much more. And um, I love you both that so much for that. You exemplify divine masculine, divine feminine partnership. It's really beautiful. Mm. Thank you, Kathy. Yeah. Thank you. So now back to World Sound Healing. Now back to World Sound <laughs> Healing Day. Andy, take it away. Jonathan, take it away. All right. So World Sound Healing Day came as a result of a meditation that we were doing where we were guided to shift our focus of attention, not away from, but to include something beyond just the use of sound to be used for a personal healing modality. We've been doing that and we really helped bring awareness. If you're if you've heard about sound healing, it's probably because some of my work at least has gotten out to a a, a number of people, some of our work, and uh, whether it's crystal bowls or tuning forks or doing X, Y, or Z, uh, we've been doing that for quite a while, which is now finally caught on. We give thanks. But over 20 years ago, closer to 23 or 24, we were in meditation. We said, uh, this inner guidance said, it's time now to begin to include planetary healing in your focus of attention. We thought, ah, that's great. What a, what a great idea. And, uh, you know, what is that? How is that? What do we do? But transmission got shut off. So we had to figure it out for ourselves. So after we had this really, what we thought at the time was a very um, honestly channeled <clears throat> information that let us do something globally and bring sound uh, to help to heal and bring love and harmony to Mother Earth, to all sentient beings and to everyone. And so after we got that message, we kind of looked at each other and, and went, yikes, how are we going to do yikes. this? Because, <laughs> you know, we've been working, you know, with personal sound healing for so many years. And so we thought, well, all right, let's first of all, let's call it World Sound Healing Day. So what's the day going to be? That, that, that was a difficult thing, even coming up with a yeah. name for that. And actually, it was a fellow, very well-known international at the time, sound healer. We were working actually with as a threesome, including a fellow named Tom Kenyon and another fellow named Chris James. And I think Chris, who's Australian, said, hey, mate, why don't you just call it World Sound Healing Day? I said, <laughs> Sounds like an idea, Chris. So we went on that one. And so the day, that was the question. What day do we want to do this? And we thought, well, let's just kind of get into that flow of love that is on Valentine's Day because people, you know, their hearts are open and, you know, it's a beautiful day that just encompasses love. So we thought, February 14th right. would be the day. And Kathy, now uh, it's coming up this February 14th will, in fact, be our 22nd World Sound Healing Day. And we are so grateful that we've been able to really uh, keep at this for that many, this many years and many more to come. And as an interesting phenomenon, I was just thinking that... Uh, 
we have an organization called the uh, Sound Healers Association. And Kathy, that was actually formed, I believe, in Valentine's Day, February 14th, 1980. So I think it's now the 44th one as well. Just thinking about that, uh, you know, our, our focus of attention has been more on World Sun Healing Day simply because we think it's so very, very important. The idea is that people throughout the world have the opportunity of making a sound that is coupled with the energies of light and love, and we project it to them, Gaia Matrix, the noosphere, the, if you like, field of the planet Earth in order to make a shift and change. And that seems to be so very, very important. Mm. And and it's so beautiful because at this point in time, there are literally tens of thousands of people who have participated throughout these years on World Sound Healing Day. And what I love so much about it is that it is a co-creative experience. It's like, it's not Jonathan and Andy Goldman's World Sound Healing Day. No. It's everybody's World Sound Healing Day. And Kathy, I love what you said at the very beginning where it's pretty easy and it doesn't take a lot, but the benefits can actually be life-changing when we start working with our sound, holding the intention of love, harmony, healing. Well, we're, I had a long discussion this morning with somebody about our creating our own reality. And um, people, some people are depressed and, and looking at um, what's going on in the world. And here is something that is so easy for everyone to do and to participate with um, that really could make a difference. Um, and um, you don't have to be empowered to, to run political office or all of that. You just have to resonate, do your part in a frequency way to shift back to love. And we are empowered to do that if we can remember to do that. The other thing I wanted to say is that by putting it online the way you have, it's so beautiful to collect in community with other like-minded people that want to make a difference and um, see the benefit of this. Um, your website, since we um, went through the lockdown, because we were doing it locally, the small band of us, right. and we do it for like an hour or something and then go. And, <laughs> you know, we did. And now this, there, you've got a whole day of events that you guys are doing, hours and hours of things. You're also doing um, the, I will show the website in a few minutes. Um, where you can show all the other people. And, and you have um, allowed other people all around the world in any way they want to express sound healing. So it's not like there's the sound healing police. Uh, <laughs> well, well, you know, that's what I tried to explain to someone. Be creative. You can do a meditation. It's that sound, voice is sound. You know, do something for your people as bringing, uh, shedding light on World Sound Healing Day, shedding on your um, your 
perspective that this is a benefit to all and gift your people. So I, I contacted all of the healers I work with and said, you really should consider doing this. The other thing I noticed this year is that there's people starting even today to do things for the event. So there's people that it, it doesn't even have to just be on the 14th, and especially because people are all over the world. The 13th is the 14th or 14th is the 15th or however it is, right? So, so you've expanded um, and been very um, generous about the visibility for these people to contribute in any way they want. So do you want to talk a little bit about that, about, about how you picked that? That would be great. Well, I mean, Kathy, on a level, we initially started World Sound Healing Day, and I know you had one of our, uh, att attended a number of our different live events in Boulder where we would do an ah sound for about an hour. That's fabulous, transcendent, nothing like using the voice, nothing like making the ah sound, which a lot of people think is the heart sound. And indeed, we still highly love the idea of working with the ah sound as a sound project for planetary healing because you you know it's what the idea is to focus the sound coupled with the intentionality of compassion kindness love but at the same time just as we uh realize that you can't limit it to one particular hour on one particular day of one particular time zone because globally it's just too big and too transcendent but uh, so once again, it's happening all over the place at all sorts of different times. But also we thought, okay, so many people are using, are, you know, using so <clears throat> many different instruments, including crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls, musicians, poets, Tibetan chant masters, kirtan singers, et cetera. There's so many different ways, because if you like the concept of sound is, relegated to one frequency or one particular aspect of the electromagnetic spectrum. It is a full <laughs> spectrum nourishment that can provide and feed the field of our planet with wonderful nourishment that can shift and change everything. Well, and after 22 years, as you might imagine, we've gone through many, many, many uh, shifts and changes and different uh, uh, iterations. And so it's interesting because opening it up, we started with, you know, just having the ceremony with the ah sound. Uh. You know, that's the sound we make when, you know, we see something of beauty or we're uh, feeling love. And so we felt that that sound was just a beautiful way to, uh, you know, to give everyone some kind of direction. But over time, we realized that sound is so all-encompassing, like you were just mentioning, Jonathan and Kathy, like you were just mentioning. And so we did say, 
any sound that you are making, holding the intention of harmony and love and healing and all of the positive vibrations that occur uh, as we humans make, you know, sounds holding that intention. So you could be a jazz musician. You could play the clarinet. You could read a poem. You could do a meditation. You could do a toning circle. But the important thing is to find something that is in resonance with you, with your spirit, and open, you know, do that. And of course, many people throughout the globe are planning and facilitating groups within their community, like we did here in Boulder <laughs> before the pandemic. And, uh, you know, they're already planning and people are deciding, oh, I want to do, you know, I want to participate. And perhaps there isn't someone in your area that is organizing. And you, can do it, you can do it online exactly. now. And you go to our events portal on the World Sound Healing Day, and there are well over 100 different events happening at different times, at different places, doing different things, some master Grammy and Emmy uh, award-winning musicians, and at the same time, some folks who are just regular folks doing whatever with open hearts, open minds, open consciousness, uh, and you can go there and find something that resonates with you so that in World Sound Healing, you just sit there and you co-create in the field, because one of the things that we uh, really uh, ha have become aware of is the fact that the internet is the global mind of the planet. And the question has always been, how do you activate the global heart? Mm -hmm. And the answer is, in all these different sacred traditions, it's sound, it's the throat chakra, it's the energy of speech that uh, basically connects the heart and the mind. And that's what you can do on World Sound Healing Day. Mm -hmm. and, the, and there's so many different offerings. And so whatever you might happen to resonate with, you know, go to our website and check it all out. And it was interesting because, you know, we know that the pandemic and the lockdowns were, you know, not a favorite thing that people had to go through. But what happened for us with World Sound Healing Day, it helped us to open up the internet access to World Sound Healing Day. Yeah, and that so, was when yeah. we developed the portal that people can go to and post their event. People can go to and decide an event to actually attend. That's when Zoom became a uh, code word in our uh, <laughs> consciousness. It didn't just mean Zoom in, but it was a phenomenon. Of course, you're using StreamYard, but there are all these different platforms that allow people to communicate in a fashion that was almost almost science fiction-y some time before that. Now it's commonplace. Mm -hmm. Right. And, yeah. Whoops, and I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to mention that I love what you said also at the beginning, which is we create our own reality. And when we are consciously creating our own reality, that is where we can choose what we want to focus on and certainly choosing a higher consciousness in terms of opening our hearts is a, a beautiful choice that well, yeah. yeah well they found they've done all these studies of prayer affecting uh, violence on the earth and all sorts of um studies so why not 
connect. And as I said, um, once I show you the website, you'll see that there um, it's, it's multiple days. It's not just February 14th. And the reminder to be even for just an hour on each one of these days to participate because a lot of these events are online. So a lot of them, all you do is sign up and you can be on a Zoom or a streamer like what we're on right now. And you can participate every day for this next week and, and really make a difference in the world because we, we forgot how powerful we are. We forgot that this tone, um, this existence of frequency, the note that you are, which is made up of all different sounds, is a frequency that it is a choir with all of us can really be part of the tipping point for our world. And it's so little effort and so much fun. That, that's the other part, it's fun. It's there. It's not like oh, I have to do this. <laughs> well, Catherine, you had a tag at the beginning of your show, uh, uh, it, and I forget it was something like words or something. Words as as inspire. And you know, I mean, this this is such a thing because we'd like to for a second talk about a phenomenon we've been working with at least for the last year or so in terms of teaching and whatnot. Uh, called Compassionate Understanding. And in fact, just today, with my tea, there was a little yogi tea, and it said, the little fortune on here is, compassion is your strength. I thought, how kind is that? But we've been dealing with a, uh, if you like, a concept called Compassionate Understanding. We'd like to talk about that for just a moment. Mm. And, and actually, Jonathan, what I want to mention too to our listeners is that the formula that Jonathan created 40 some years ago, which is frequency plus intent equals healing. So it is all three of those. So the intention is a crucial part. Huge. And so when we hold the intention of compassionate understanding, that is certainly an opening to allow in the the differences of people, you know, there's a lot of divisiveness, as we know, on our planet today. And when we can hold conscious, compassionate understanding and open our hearts, we don't have to agree with 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 the other person or the other issue. We don't have to agree, but we can hold compassionate understanding and listen, have compassionate listening as well because talking about you know speech and words how many people when they're involved particularly in a conversation or in dialogue are not listening to the other person as the other person is speaking you already have a comeback to tell me that why they're right or why they're wrong but they haven't even finished their encodement of consciousness on the words that they're speaking before you basically interject something what if we were to listen to what the other person uh, says, there's a uh, fellow by the name of Thich Nhat Hanh, who's written a wonderful book called Zen and the Art of Saving the Planet. Oh. And uh, he talks about, and I was amazed, uh, talks about basically uh, compassionate listening and compassionate dialogue. And I said, well, that's the two components of you like compassion and understanding and how important that is 
And really, you find out that the people, if you're engaged in a dialogue and not an agreement, if you listen to each other, you find out oftentimes that the things you don't like about the other person are usually things that you have the same complaints about. As Andy <laughs> said, you know, if you point a finger at me, you're pointing three or more at yourself. That's right. That's right. That well, that can't you can't even recognize something unless it's in your field and in your perspective. So the criticism of others is uh, only visible if you have that attribute too. But I, I, I did have a, a conversation yesterday, and we were talking about listening, because I think that's the other part of this is holding space for everyone to share their genius and their gift. I mean, no one is here. I, I believe we stood in lines to get these bodies to be here right now during this time of change to contribute our geniuses, which is what I'm calling a chord. I think we're made up of all these notes of frequencies. And our chord is a piece of this big puzzle that, um, that, Maybe it's a simulation. Who knows what all of that is? But but the thing is, is if we actually assume that it's in our perspective as a learning tool or as a gift, there's some gift that every person has, then you actually want to listen and hold space for them to share. It's, it's a whole different way of looking at the other um, which is an opportunity to reflect you to you and and work on it. I mean, we're 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 uh, projects in progress, I think. <laughs> we definitely are. And and you know, it's interesting, Kathy, because when we are listening, not only are we listening to what the other person might be saying, but also the other aspect of listening is to listen within and to be able to hear our own inner wisdom and our own inner knowings. And we honestly can't do that unless we stop That's and we true. listen within and without. Right. Right. Yeah, I, want, I want to get back to something that you said a while ago, which is talking about the fact that, yeah, they have done studies, scientific research, if you like, on the power of prayer to seemingly influence the energetic field, either locally or globally. And, uh, you know, it's called, on one level, it was called initially the Maharishi effect, which is the idea that a group of people meditating together would literally reduce the crime and violent activities in any particular area. Now, of course, the idea is that people meditating on a global level, praying on a global level, are able to affect the planetary consciousness. I'm taking that one step further and just saying that there's a reason why particularly the different prayers on our planet are vocalized, or whispered, chanted, spoken, or sung. And that's because sound amplifies the power of prayer. Sound amplifies the power of inten intentionality through meditation. And um, there is, if you like, a study 
or series of studies that's been going on for many years called the Global Consciousness Project by Dr. Roger Nelson, who is out of Princeton, New Jersey. And he had and has random number generators, which are simply computer programs that generate either a zero or a one. And as you, when you flip a coin a hundred times, you basically get 50 heads and 50 tails. A hundred times with a random number generator, you get a 50 zeros and 50 ones. But when events of high compassion occur, these random number generators become less random. And somehow, they basically, if it was a ra totally random number and you were graphing it, it would be a flat line. But when these random numbers that are near events of high compassion, they become less random and they can be charted and it looks like a mountain. It's quite a phenomena. They don't know why this happens, but it's an indication that something is going on in terms of affecting the very fiber of reality, the very field of our planet. And of course, uh, World Sound Healing Day has been in the, if you like, studies going on. And when uh, that happens, there's definitely an indication that something is indeed going on. I'm tracing out a sort of mountain type thing on the graph. <laughs> so you can see this as opposed to a flat line. It's not a flat line. It's kind of mountainous. And it's quite an extraordinary thing to know that we are making a difference. So here, I'm going to share this with you. I was in very deep meditation about a month, month and a half ago about World Sound Healing Day. And I really got that now more than ever, something like World Sound Healing Day was so vitally important for shifting and changing the consciousness. Now, we're not talking about everybody just putting down their weapons the next day. What a beautiful thing. But if we could somehow just slightly take the edge off the emotional toxicity that is occurring on a global level and turn it, basically turn the scream of war into the cry of love, just smoothing it out a little bit. What an incredible shift and change that would be. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes, I I, I can, uh, if, if I was in the background and I was going like, yay, <laughs> the whole time, because I see that's what we're doing. Um, I see that the more people that find each other of like mind that are working towards illuminating love on our planet, the, the faster we'll get to a tipping point. There's so many choices of uh, picking the good, whether it's in service to others or it's in um, in uh, community work. There's, there's uh, obviously the media has made it more difficult for us to be at peace. And um, so you have a choice of picking that media or this media, this media, which is uh, highlighting what you can do, what you um, what your choices are. And World Sound Healing Day, I've been an advocate of it ever since you started, because I saw along with my work with Humanities Team and some of the other projects I've worked on, that this is our future. This is the future we want to co-create together. And it's it's a delight 
it this is what people don't realize that the burdensome part of the energy that's on our planet that suffering is optional <laughs> and that's right well kathy i just want to share with you that on one level particularly with regard to world sun healing day or global meditations and whatnot you can be small in number, but mighty in consciousness. Yep. And it makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been speculated, this is just a speculation, that you just need one very highly conscious person to offset the vibratory field created by 7 million people who are in fear or anger. In other words, the consciousness, the field that they generate, it's loud, it's noisy, but it's not nearly as effective as that which is generated by love. Mm. And the beauty of working with sound is that when we are in a field of, of whether we're using our voice, whether we're using instruments, whatever that sound is that we are experiencing, experiencing there is something that happens that shifts our vibrational uh, field and that energy then gets sent out to the field at large and so even like Jonathan was just saying even one person holding compassionate understanding even for just a few moments while they're making sound can truly make a difference and we really have that capacity as these human beings that we are these uh instruments of all of these different frequencies boy we can really focus our attention and it is reminding me of the maharishi effect as, uh, yeah yeah which is the square root of one percent of the population which is about you know uh one person for every uh, seven million people but just going on It is really, really a wondrous thing to work with sound, either through listening or through making it, because it's such, it depends on the sound that you're making. But most of the time, for example, if you're making a self-created ah or a hum or whatnot, or listening to some very nice soothing music or a <laughs> Tibetan bowl or whatnot, it's great for reducing stress and anxiety. And, you know, a lot of people are feeling really depressed and all that stuff. Sound is such a great vehicle for offsetting that. And you don't have to be a musician. You don't have to be a, a singer. And in fact, Jonathan and I have a book called The Humming Effect, where we teach conscious humming, which is a sound... <laughs> <laughs> which is a sound that everybody can make. And even if you are consciously humming, taking that nice deep breath and mm, mm. holding the energy of love, what a difference that makes not only to the planet, but to you. To yourself, that's right. <laughs> now, I mean, it's amazing. So the one thing that I'm going to say really uh, in terms of uh, the benefits of sound uh is that it's great for realigning your nervous system. 
that thing alone, and there are a gazillion other things that happen etherically, physically, emotionally, etc., but just affecting your nervous system lowers your heart rate, your respiration, causes your nervous system, your vagus nerve to, you know, get back in alignment. So something like that is worth a whole lot of pharmaceuticals. That's right. And, and it's portable. You don't have to have your instrument. You've, you're carrying your instrument. Well, I think of you guys almost every day when I take a walk because there's an underpass um, <laughs> underneath 63rd or underneath J Road. No, no, it's 63rd. And um, I do, uh, I do uh, ohm. <laughs> and I can't do it in one breath, but um, <laughs> not yet. I practice. But anyway, but I think of you guys because I really see that as I, it's like a delightful game I play. Yeah. So you get into that childhood, uh, childish um, joy of life and, and you're emanating frequency from there. And that's why I, I really love World Sound Healing Day. I love how it's expanded online and how much variety of choices people have made of the ways that they want to contribute and that there's um, a variety of time slots and ways to um, participate. You don't have to necessarily be in someone's geographic area to participate in their event now because of all the technology. So you can actually sense out and meet a whole bunch of the people that are probably your tribe that you would never have met any other way, right? Oh, absolutely, Kathy. That's a, a beautiful way to frame it because it is available, <clears throat> excuse me, no matter where you are on the planet, yeah. you can become a co-creator, a participant in World Sound Healing Day. Yeah. And and the, the other thing I want to mention is that not only are we sending out healing to our planet, but thinking about all the people on the planet all the beings on the planet. What about all the water and healing the waters and just knowing that your sounds are vibrating out and emanating out and helping to shift and change and bring our planet into a more loving place. Even if it's just a small way, it counts. There was right? a wondrous work by Masuro Emoto, who basically took uh, distilled water, exposed it to different frequencies, and then froze the water and photographed it through a dark field microscope. And he saw that the water crystals that were exposed to positive vibrations, sounds, intentionalities, look like crystals, look like literally snowflakes. And the ones that were exposed to negative nasty stuff look like mud and i remember he took uh, water from the fujiwara dam in japan and it's a polluted dam and he photographed that and it looked like mud and then he had a zen buddhist priest chanting something called the heart sutra over it and about 20 minutes later re-photographed it and it looked like a uh, snowflake so really if we think about how much of our body is created from water, how much of our planet is manifested through water, and that we can literally change the vibrational structure of water through intentionalized sacred sound. 
I can't think of anything better to, to, to use as a metaphor or an illustration for the power of our intentionalized sound, conscious sound, to create shift and change on a positive level. And, and holding the gratitude around that. And it's reminding me of when we were in Australia on 1212 or 2012, we met Grandma Aggie, who was one of the 13 indigenous grandmothers. And she shared with us that when she passes by water, a tiny stream, a huge ocean, when she drinks a, a water, she says, Thank you, Thank you to the water. And to this very day, every morning when I get up and have a glass of water, I always say, thank you, water. Thank you for filling my body with all of the, the high vibrations contained in this water. So holding gratitude is just a great, right. great thing to do uh, every day, yeah. but on World Sound Healing Day, too. <laughs> And gratitude seems to be a real major key player and in in terms of being an easy thought form, an easy, if you like, emotion or feeling that can be encoded on our breath, on our sound. And it seems to, when that happens, there's a, if you like, harmonization of the heart and the brain, as called heart-brain coherence. And when you have heart-brain coherence, the electromagnetic field that we Manifest is anywhere from 50 to 500 to some even project 5,000 times greater. And all that, you know, the basic bottom line idea of World Sound Healing Day is that everything is interconnected. And therefore, somebody in Japan or in X, Y, or Z who's making a sound, making a sound or in consciousness, we're interrelated, we're interconnected with them. As soon as we can understand that, we realize that we are all one. The ancient mystic masters understood this. In the Hindu tradition, it's called Advaita, which is a state of non-duality. But it's found in all different traditions, and it's quantum in its nature. And as soon as we begin to understand that, we can realize that we can manifest reality, which is a miracle. What more can you want? Right. Well, I think what's wonderful now is quantum physics and um, other science is uh, proving what the ancients have always known and what the, uh, the idea of frequency, oneness, all of those concepts are, um, are put through uh, scientific rigor now and are coming for left-brained people. <laughs> I mean, some of us already were feeling it in our heart. We're feeling sensitives that we already sense the truth in things and we're on a quest to find more, but not everybody is that way. So the idea that we're being met from science and given a way for a linear path to this is really, we're in amazing times. Um, and again, the internet has allowed all of us to um, contribute in any way that we choose. Um, and as, as you had mentioned, the World Sun Healy Day, if you don't have the bandwidth or the community in order to run your own event, participate in other people's event and bring your frequency to that. That's the whole idea. I'm going to show the website right now so people can get an idea of um, 
of how vast it's gotten. It's so exciting um, from where where I feel like we started. <laughs> so, but it's so exciting to see your work really come to fruition, and people realize their power and their their choices that they make. So um, the one thing on your website, do you want to talk about this uh, guided meditation gift first? Oh, I mean, there's lots of stuff there. It's a beautiful guided meditation. That's a free download. Thank you there. And you can use that on World Sun Healing Day or any day because it creates heart brain coherence. It's beautiful. Uh, and we offer it free. Uh, other people might be charging big bucks for it. Uh, and saying it's got all sorts of attributes of healing, and it does, but I'm giving it out, uh, we're giving it out for free. It's got Andy's uh, lovely voice, and it's got some really powerful, what they call psychoacoustic frequencies. So that's there. And then uh, when you uh, click on it, click on the Create a uh, World Sun Healing Day event right, right below it, that green thing, and, you know, and then go down there just a little bit for a second. Uh, and you can see I all these things that are happening, and then just fl flash down there so we can see some uh, that are the type of things that are going down. You can they're just going on. There are, there are, there's there's over a hundred right now, so you can just see that. And we could take we could take an hour just to go through that, but it's so much fun. If you go there, you can click on. There's a Tibetan monk there. There's a Laraji. There's um, you know I mean just all these different things going on. And I'd like to suggest that. Uh, uh, the, Jim Oliver, uh, an Emmy uh, award-winning uh, musical composer, just crystal bowls, tuning forks. Uh, what a blessing it is. It's a co-creative event. Uh, and that's the whole thing. Uh, I realized quite a long time ago that all, all we could try to do was create the venue and then let people populate it and create the whole thing. This, you know, it's way beyond my uh, level of understanding consciousness or ability to do anything more than make this offering to have people join us and co-create with our light, our love, and our sound. A new and better world. And we can make a difference. You yourself can make a difference. One person can make a difference. And and Kathy, we like to say every day should be World Sound Healing Day. day. That's right. <laughs> And of course, even if one is not able, if you don't have a computer or if you're not able to join, even if you took five minutes out of your day and just tuned in and started toning the ah sound, holding the intention of love and harmony and healing, what a difference even that could make for yourself and the planet. It's a pretty powerful, our sounds really are a very potent, powerful tool for change. So you can see it starts with people doing things on the 9th and it goes all the way to the 18th. And mm -hmm. there's hundreds of opportunities for you to even just get a taste of, <laughs> of a bunch of these because they're not all running at the same time. You could hop off one and go to another one, um, which is quite amazing. Um, this is where it started. That's that's just amazing to me. Just I'm um, well done. Well done. Oh, 
Thank well, you, Kathy. Kathy. Thank you. Yes, I mean, it's quite amazing what what you've done. And uh, you know, in a lot of ways, we have to thank the lockdown. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> Which is the only thing I can say. Well, one of the only good things about it. But um, because what happened was people, because you've had the sound healing organization, your association that you started 40 years ago, because you've already connected people all over the world that understand the power of sound and voice to heal, to, to shift energy. Um, those people all were doing their own thing, maybe locally, and we wouldn't have known about it, but once it went online, as I said, I could be doing this every day from tomorrow or today, actually, from today until the 18th, a full, I mean, isn't that amazing, you guys? I mean, it's so cool. Oh, and Kathy, we are so grateful to all of the people who uh, are finding out about World Sound Healing Day, who are participating in World Sound Healing Day. Because once again, I want to go back to it is a co-creative experience. It's Jonathan and I might be just holding the field or, you know, helping to get the word out, but it is you, it is each of us that really is contributing to this shift and this powerful ability to shift and bring change on a high vibrational level to our planet. So you're going down to worldsoundhealingdays.org. Uh, <laughs> and check out some of the activities there and then go visit it whenever you like, particularly in February 14th, Valentine's Day. But any day can be World Sound Healing Day with your light, your love, and your sound because we can make a difference. We heal ourselves and we heal the planet. We heal the planet and we heal ourselves. And we do have a choice. And so we encourage everyone to, to make that choice that will be the most beneficial for themselves and for those around them. And then that will ripple out to the field of love. Well, I just wanna thank you and bless you guys for being the illuminators that you are about sound, about empowerment, about responsibility to, to the field, to enhance the field in any way possible and your loving, um, consistent support of this whole technology for 40 years, um, 22 years of World Sound Healing Day. And um, what a perfect way to celebrate Valentine's Day for those of us that are on the Gregorian calendar <laughs> version <laughs> of, of reality. Um, but, but I mean, this is really um, bringing to me, we are in a renaissance. We are releasing the, the, um, the old ways. Um, okay, so Noel and Bob want to know, congratulations, is Tammy Briggs part of that? Uh, part of this, if not, should be, well, okay, Noel, you have an assignment now to go to <laughs> worldsoundhealing.org <laughs> and, uh, and send her the link. But um, this is what I'm saying. Um, Noel and Bob have co-creators convergence. 
So, so yeah, so that's what I'm saying is the more people that we have that understand that um, this is a party, an online party to create <laughs> frequencies that'll just make, might be just the tipping point that we need during these changing times. That might be just the thing that um, to do rather than watching the news or watching Netflix or watching something that doesn't bring love and peace and uh, caring for others to your life. This is this is a chance for this to go viral even more. So I wanna ask my audience to please share this as much as possible um, and also share the link to the website. I've been sharing it here and I will share it all over so that people know that if they wanna participate just by their presence in somebody else's activity, that that could be so also be part of the tipping point. You don't have to have your own activity to make this special. Mm. And right. and Kathy, speaking of luminosity, thank you for your luminosity. Oh, sure, sure. oh my goodness! And for you being such an incredible person to get this message out, having this program today is such a blessing. Oh, Kathy. Good. Thank you for doing this. Well, I love oh, you guys. We oh. have to do lunch soon. <laughs> We've yes. been saying that for a while, but anyway, <laughs> or at least go for a walk together. We could do and, that. And we'll tone under that bridge. <laughs> oh, you will love it. You, we do that too, Kathy. You under that same bridge? <laughs> With a different one where we walk over here. <laughs> but we well, I haven't figured out how to do it in one breath. I, I mean, I, I cannot. Well, no, I can't do it in one breath. You don't have to do it in one breath. You just do it the way that feels the best. Besides, if you yeah. did it in one breath, it would be all done. This way you can <laughs> oh, just yeah. Oh, no, it's just it's like doing the, the length of the swimming pool in one breath. It's just one of those challenges you to give yourself that are make no difference except you're playing a game but <laughs> but please everyone i i really want to make sure that people understand that um this is a joyful participation you can do it over this weekend if you can't do it, do it during the work week um there are events and almost all of them are available online because of the circumstances so um, just search through and you'll be able to pick and choose. Um, Jonathan and Andy have a radio show that they'll be using as well to, um, to share it. And they've been doing the radio show forever. So um, there's just so many chances for you to take good input, good imp um, feed yourself some good stuff rather than the chaos and the negative that's out in the field, you get to choose love. Choose love. Yes. Oh, I love that. Kathy. Yes. Yes. So everyone, so the best way for everyone to get a hold of you guys, would you please share? That would be for our primary website, which is healingsounds.com. Uh, that's the one where we have all the the goodies, the free downloads. We are really from a lots of different things, and uh, that's one also. If you get on our mailing list or write to us, uh, it gets forwarded to us, and we write back. Mm, so yes. there we go. Yes, yes, and um, and um, also the once again, it's World Sound Healing 
day.org. Day. Day, excuse me, day.org. And um, is it too late for anyone to sign up to do an event? Absolutely no. not. Anybody can sign up today, up, up until right. the it, 14th. It, it's basically. really interesting. The uh, uh, events portal becomes more populated <laughs> the closer to <laughs> World yeah. Sign Healing Day. Because people are last minute. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a bolder thing, but maybe not, huh? <laughs> <Darn>. <laughs> That's why it gives you gray hair. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> when you're doing an event and everyone waits to the day to buy the ticket. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, well, thank you so much. I, I am so, so honored that to have you here and love, love, love you guys to pieces oh. and can't wait to play together. And congratulations. I, you really have done a marvelous job. It's really something to watch. It's something to see. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank and you, it's our honor to be here with you. Thank you so much, Kathy. Oh, okay. so much love. Okay. Bye, everybody. Please share. Please, please, please. Don't don't miss this opportunity.